0: Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast.
1: I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello, and welcome to Grown Up Kids and Day 25 of Podmas. I'm Katie. And I'm Megan. And today marks the end of Podmas. Merry Christmas. And happy holidays. We made it. We're here. 25 consecutive days.
0: Holy Chris Kringle. Guys, we're here. I literally can't believe it. Nope, I can't believe... This Slytherin is so proud of our (laughs) ambitious adventure. We completed it. And this Hufflepuff is just glad to be here. (laughs) (laughs) So for our Christmas Day episode. First of all, Merry Christmas, everybody, for all those who celebrate it. If you don't, just happy holidays, happy whatever you celebrate. Mm-hmm. We're here for you. Mm-hmm. This is exciting. Christmas is like one of my favorite days of the year. It's the bomb. So I am so happy to announce that we have a special Haley Mills performance on today's episode in search of the castaways. A weird one, but a kind of good one. Really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, it's time for that 30 second Disney Dash. Woo, holiday edition! Woo! Super holiday edition. It's been 25
1: holiday 24. Editions. 24. Now 25. Because it's time to go.
0: Ready, set, go. All right, so we have this family whose dad is missing because he was on the Britannia, and then it went missing and he's gone. So they want to find him. They find a bottle with a message in it that says that he's at some latitude point, but they don't know where, so they convince some guy to take them to South America, and then they go to Australia, and then finally they find him uh, in New Zealand. Or is it Australia? I, Australia? I think it's actually New Zealand. You got buzz on Christmas. I mean, I was like basically done. I was just asking you a question, but whatever. Oh, well, sorry. No, I'm not. Fine. I'm not editing that out. It's fine. You got buzz. Yeah,
1: that's buzz fine. club, right here. Okay, go. What? No, hold on. I'm not ready. Wait, go. Wait, 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 wait. Go. Okay, so there's <laughs> this kid and this other kid and they're looking for a dad with this other guy that they teamed up with. And they talk to this other guy and convince him to take him around the world, pretty much, in search of their dad. And then this other guy, like, tries to hoodwink them with his guns. And, uh,
0: yeah. I don't- I think that's it. And Enough flirting. 21 seconds. <laughs> Is this the first time we see Haley Mills flirt? Uh, yes. Because in the last Well, ones- Parent Trap. She does a little bit with her- with her character at the dance. Oh, yeah.
1: But- Eh. But this one, she like, she looks like a a teenager. <clears throat> yeah, she she's, looks older.
0: Yeah, she looks like she's growing into her face. You know what I mean? She's not like a little kid anymore. Yeah. All right. Some history. In Search of the Castaways is from 1962. It features Haley Mills and Maurice Chevalier in a tale about a worldwide search for a shipwrecked sea captain. The film is directed by good old Robert Stevenson. The screenplay is written by Lowell S. Hawley, freely based upon Jules Verne's 1868 adventure novel, Captain Grant's Children. That's direct and to the point. Yes. (laughs) The film was Haley Mills' third of six for the studios. got three more, Maggie. I know, I'm so excited. Um, it was a commercial hit. It grossed $18 million domestically and $5 million in U.S. theatrical rentals. At the worldwide box office, the film earned $21 million, and in the U.S. it was the third highest grossing film of 1962 and one of the 12 most popular movies at the British box office in 1963. Popular. Yeah. It was nominated for two Laurel Awards, Top Action Drama, and Top Male Musical Performance for Maurice Chevalier. You say that very properly. I did the second time, not the first
1: time. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> you recovered. Um, so, fun facts on this fun day. Oh, yeah. hmm I think you just said this one. The third mo- this was the third most successful film at the American box office for the year of 62, only beaten by The Longest Day and Lawrence of Arabia.
0: I don't even know what those are, so...
1: Nope. But you know, if someone else does, <coughs> just like I gave a shout out to Sally Field when someone else knew who that was, fun fact, she's the voice of the cat in Homeward Bound.
0: Sally Fields? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. What's her name? Sassy. Is I
1: don't Sassy. remember. Anyway, so Haley Mills made this film wait, made this film about shipwrecked castaways two years after her father, John Mills starred in Swiss Family Robinson, which was also about shipwrecked castaways. So that's kind of funny. They, like, shared it. It's definitely different. Yeah. The two films aren't really comparable. But they do
0: have, like, a similar feel to them.
1: Yeah. They do both live in a tree. They do. So (laughs) I guess they are more similar than I thought. Um, It was one of a number of Disney Productions' Made about castaways, um, so that along with those two, there was also shipwrecked, which is coming in ninety. The castaway cowboy in seventy four, and the last flight of Noah's Ark in eighty. So this is a f- this is a theme that Disney goes with for sure. This is a funny one on. One day on set, Haley Mills almost accidentally burned down her dressing room. So after filming a scene in which her clothes were, became totally soaked, she didn't think, she just put a pair of wet trousers on top of an electric heater before leaving the room. Um, if it hadn't been for a crew member noticing the smoke billowing out of the room, the dressing room and possibly part of the set itself could have been destroyed. So... Way to go, Haley. Yeah, save that in the nick of time. So as Meg mentioned, this is a Jules Verne novel, but it's the second of the one of his novels to be turned into a film by Disney. So the first was 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which I can see, it feels like the same author now that I know mm-hmm. that, you know? Yeah. I don't
0: know which it one I like I did see better. this was loosely based yeah. well, on, the, on the novel. Yeah.
1: And we have our buddies, the Sherman Brothers again. Who composed four <laughs> songs for this movie so that in, that included Enjoy It which I really liked Merci Bercou uh what Merci beaucoup. oh thank you Mercy Buckets <laughs> Grimpons mm. Grim, oh grimpon which is Let's Climb mm. and Castaway as well as the Castaway theme which nice. I think they they were doing the themes for all these movies yeah they were yeah Alright, time for those characters. Let's start with Meg's favorite person in the 60s.
0: Hayley Mills, a.k.a. Mary Grant. Uh, she plays a cute role in this. So she's the daughter of the shipwrecked captain who is missing. Um, she gets to flirt with the boy who is the son of the captain of the ship that she convinces to take her around the world to find her dad. The um, The Lord. Yeah, she's super cunning in this film.
1: Yeah. You know
0: what though? Her hair. It's not that bad. It's like that one scene looks pretty bad because her bangs kinda like go all the way around her head. Literally. But if then they whenever didn't, her hair is in braids, it looks cute. I like the whole back of her head. It's just the bangs. Katie, it's the sixties.
1: You know, that's no excuse.
0: Okay, well Mary's a Slytherin.
1: <laughs> you just want healy mills in your
0: house no but i really do think that she is <laughs> i can see it what were you gonna say okay sass you can't sass me on christmas
1: i do what i want girl returning all your presents no you're not yeah i've already opened them you
0: don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh jacques paganel so this is maurice chevalier He was hilarious. I
1: love this guy. He was
0: so funny. So he kind of, in the beginning, um, he's kind of portrayed as, like, a a fraud. (laughs) But then you quickly learn that he is definitely not. He is just a funny dude who really did find this bottle with a message in it. And then the, the kids found him and discovered that that is their father. And he just wants to help them find him.
1: Yeah. He's just, like, this guy who's just, like, goes along with life, and he's like, well, I found this bottle, so, like, pretty much I might as well help these kids. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. It's
0: awesome. I kind of want to put him in Ravenclaw, because he reminds me of Luna as a Ravenclaw, where he's really quirky, and he has all of these good ideas, and some of them go wrong. But in the end, like, he really was right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Ravenclaw. Yeah. He's a really smart guy.
0: Yeah. Next up we have, oh boy, who's this? Okay, he's the bad guy. Oh, got it. So, he is the one that is trying to smuggle guns on the ship to take, and he knows where their father is, but he doesn't tell them. He's a sleazeball. Yeah,
1: for sure. You don't deserve a house. You're (sighs) awful. You mean, bro,
0: you mean. You also have, oh, that's what they're called, mutton chops. I called them lamb chops? Well, I mean, that's kind of similar, right? Okay, his facial hair is bad. I said that I don't like that facial hair. (laughs) But I called them lamb chops. Mutton chops. Alright, so next up is Lord Glenarvin. He is the guy who owns the ship that they are taking around the world to try and find captain grant yeah i you know what i don't like him i don't think i do either like he did he does end up doing a good thing but it takes a lot of work to get him there and he doubts them the entire time he's very wishy-washy yeah and
1: like he just complains constantly yeah he's literally the opposite of paganel yes like 100 percent yeah um i feel like he more so gets in the way and like causes more problems and refuses to listen to other people like um the native americans were like we're not staying here like clearly it's dangerous and he's like nope we're staying here and then they were like you should sleep in a tree it's safe and he's like no i'm pitching my tent right here and then he like almost dies because and he loses
0: supplies because of that yeah
1: he just more of a pain in the
0: butt yeah than help but his son Uh, next up is john his son so his son is the one who convinces him to help these people and take them around the world because he's crushing he is crushing on mary (laughs) so mary and john have a thing it's really cute though john actually kind of annoys me a couple times because he like definitely talks down to mary and to um jacques pentagon um he just basically says that they don't know what they're doing. They always have bad intuition. But Mary still falls for him.
1: Sometimes he's like really cool, and then he'll flip and be like, "Why are you? Like, why are you being like that?" I know
0: he annoys me. Um, next up is Robert. So this is Mary's brother. He is the reason why they escape from those natives in yeah. New Zealand. Gryffindor, so brave. Definitely so brave to swing like a pendulum. Yeah. Agreed. But he does it. He's cool. Bill Gay. So Bill Gay is (laughs) a crazy man. He's literally crazy. Like. Literally crazy. But, like, smart. At the same time. I actually, I want to call him a Ravenclaw. Yeah. Because he came up with this whole plan to escape. And then he helps them. He knows exactly where to find Robert Grant. And he takes them right there. And then they take over the ship again. He helps them come up with the plan to take over the ship. Because they're like, oh, well, there's my dad. Take us there. And they're like, he's like, no, 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 no. We're staging, uh, we're staging a, like, intervention, basically. And he was cool. He makes me think, for any
1: super Potter nerds out there, he makes me think of, like, the representation of Eric
0: Oddball. Yes. <laughs> he was I a Ravenclaw, agree. I believe. Yeah, so. I think so. <laughs> At
1: first I was like, what is with this guy? And then I was like, all right, he's just nuts and a little creepy. But very good intentions very clean
0: pure heart Mm -hmm. smart as heck so okay actually yeah one more person that i want to talk about before we go to the captain is fall cave he's the indian chief that helps them um he will he's the one that tells them to not sleep on the ground he tells them to go up in the tree and then he comes back and saves them
1: he also saves them from is it a mountain lion jaguar no not the jaguar maybe i made that up i'm mixing there's a lot of mountain lions and jaguars lately but he saves them from something an
0: earthquake well not really he warns that he tries to warn them Mm, no that's, a different. Different that's different that's different different guy they run into this guy after the earthquake
1: yeah and yes. they pretty much ask him for help and he doesn't have to do anything he could just he be like no nah, i'm gonna him. go back home but yeah he's like okay i'll do it and then when they get trapped and th- first of all he tells them to go in the tree because it's safe and then he's like i'll be back like gives them their word gives them his word and he does yep hufflepuff Oh, yeah.
0: I'm cool with that. Yep. All right, last character is Captain Grant. So this is Marion Roberts' father. He is so happy to see them. Oh, my God. It was so cute. It was so cute. But basically, he was, like, trapped on this island by this bad guy, and he was being forced to, like, trade guns.
1: Yeah. But then he finally stood up. He's like, I'm not going to trade for something I haven't inspected. Yeah. Nope. And then, good timing. Because the whole crew yeah, comes and they come and save him. Yeah, we don't really know enough about him to. Play no, he's at like all. We, he's
0: literally in the movie for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah,
1: towards the exact end. So, all right,
0: my favorite character is a tie between Mary and Jacques. I like Mary because yes, I love Haley Mills. <laughs> I like her singing in this, um, and then I also I just like her relationship with Jacques in the film. Like it's kind of it's kind of like um not necessarily father-daughter, but maybe, like, older brother-sister. He is a good figure for her, though. He is taking care of her, like, I don't know, they just have a fun relationship. It's cute. I think cute. You'd
1: like Grandpa.
0: Yeah, that's probably better than older brother-grandpa. Yeah. It's cute. mm mm-hmm. Favorite scene... I think it's whenever Jacques is cooking eggs in the tree, <laughs> uh, and then that's whenever. Isn't that when the jaguar comes? Oh, I'm sure right after yeah. that whole that whole massive section that kicks off with them like cooking food. Then it turns into like a storm. There's a jaguar that comes, and then there's a storm, and the tree catches on fire. And then there's a water spout that puts the tree out. And then they turn the tree into a boat. We're not making any of the It's, Like so (laughs) bizarre, but like because it was so weird, I loved it. Yeah, I could see that.
1: My favorite character is definitely Jacques Paganel. Um, He is the like the view on life I aspire to be. Yeah, you know, and I'll get into that in just a second. But he, yeah, he's just great. I saw him as like a really cool grandfather figure. He's also another character who did not have to help these two kids, and yet he did. Um, I love him because he was shoving food in his pockets. That was awesome. And then he'd be like, oh, here, and oops, he pulled a sandwich out of his pocket instead of what he actually wanted to give you. I thought that was hilarious. And then he just like shoved it in his mouth to hold it for a second. That's something I would totally do. Um, but that leads into my favorite scene, which is also my favorite song from this film. I love when he's singing Enjoy It. Um, And I feel like that just totally encompasses who he is as a person, because... That's the song
0: that I loved with him and Haley.
1: Yeah, where he's cooking the eggs. Yeah. Um, Yeah, just, like, everything in life. Clearly, these people are going through some crazy, crazy stuff. Um, They're literally living on a tree that's in the middle of a sudden ocean. And, I mean, life's been hard. Their dad's missing. This guy's just trying to help these kids out. But he's just, like enjoy the little things pretty much
0: yeah which I enjoy everything
1: yeah which, which I think it's so true when people say the little things you'll find out are really the big things yeah so I loved what he stood for and that song was cute definitely
0: um my least favorite character is gonna be Thomas Ireton I just think he's so sleazy. He's the one that, like, knows where Captain Grant is and is trading these guns. Basically, like, keeping him hostage there is kind of how I took it. Um, Just not a nice guy. And then my least favorite scene... I I don't really know, because, like, there were scenes that weren't, like, fun or anything, but they made sense with the story. Like, everything... Like, it was a weird story, but it was all pretty good, I think. Yeah. I actually really liked this movie. It was weird, but I really liked it.
1: Yeah. I would agree with that.
0: I would watch it again. I could watch it again.
1: Um, uh, my least favorite character... Oh, excuse me, I'm getting on. I just passed it on to you, sorry. Least favorite character, definitely, um, Thomas Igerton. Because, yeah, literally a greasy person. Um knows that a father has been separated from his children and his children are desperately trying to find him
0: and he's not gonna help him doesn't care tricks him
1: yeah yeah um and i'm gonna say my least favorite part is the ending because what that message in a bottle didn't even come from him (laughs) what yeah this is like finding out that harry potter really just dreamed of this all and he's really still in his cupboard
0: it was kind of funny though
1: whatever no i'm just kidding um, yeah, I didn't really have like a true least favorite, yeah, but I will say weird film,
0: weird film, but
1: really good uh what's messages the word I'm like, yes
0: yes which Speaking leads us of to messages. <laughs> my takeaway is basically Jacques' song, Enjoy it. you yep. just enjoy life. Mm-hmm. don't take it for granted, enjoy the little things.
1: yeah, yeah, that's it. that's my takeaway, too. Don't let the big things um, cloud up the little things. Like, the big scary things.
0: Don't let the muggles get you down. Don't
1: let the muggles get you down. Um, Yeah, whatever faces you in life. I mean, they were speeding down a snowy mountain, (laughs) which is also weird, on this piece of rock that broke off. Oh, my
0: God. That part was so weird, but it was, like, hilarious.
1: So bizarre. And he's just, like, humming along and, like, oh, check this out. Oh, he's yodeling. Yeah. Literally yodeling while they're, like, cruising through this ice tunnel. Um, And then, yeah, they're stuck in a tree, and uh, there's a jaguar, and he's just like, whatever. Cool, cooking eggs, no big deal. Just living life. Yeah. So, (laughs) guys, (laughs) thank you so much to everyone for joining us on this absolutely crazy adventure that my wife concocted in her brain one day and said, Hey, Kate, I want to do this. And I don't know
0: what I was thinking when I said... Yeah, but I'm glad I did. She was excited. I know. This was really great. It was really fun. It was a challenge. There were times where I thought we weren't gonna do it. Yeah. But we did. Mm -hmm.
1: It's really crazy and kind of surreal because it helped be a countdown to Christmas for us because we love Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it was just really cool. And I've been like, I was explaining today, actually, to one of my coworkers about this podcast and, like, how much I'm learning and, like, it's crazy how one small project can change how you think about things and
0: stuff like that. So, yeah. Really cool. So, um, after doing this for 25 days in a row, we are going to give ourselves a little break. (laughs) Yes. We're not going to be back until January 6th, so a little bit over a week um but we're sure that you guys have plenty of content to hold you over until then um and if you don't i'm sorry you should go and listen to swish and flick <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug <So>, <laughs> yeah so we'll be back on january 6th 2019 um with our next episode mm-hmm. so and merry christmas merry christmas and
1: happy holidays to happy all. new year
0: Thank you guys so much for joining us on this. It was a blast, and we hope that you enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, seriously, this was all credit to Meg. Credit for coming up with it, credit for keeping us on track, um, and making sure that we got done with all this.
0: Thank you to every single person that guested on Podmas, because it was a pretty crazy couple of weeks scheduling with everybody. We appreciate your flexibility and your patience with us because we're never on time. Like, always like 15 minutes behind, usually. So, just thank you guys so much for for joining us on this. It was a blast.
1: Here they were thinking that we weren't going to schedule something with them till next year, and we're like, hey, how about next week? Yeah. Because <laughs> we just zoomed forward. And they're like, hold
0: tongue. on, we're already recording that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Podmas. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's time to say goodbye to Podmas. I know.
1: It's a little sad.
0: (sighs) Yeah, but I really can't wait to watch a Christmas movie.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It's gonna happen. All right, so, in case you didn't know, grown-up kids can be found on Podbean iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. I don't know why I can't speak words. So make sure you subscribe so you can get that episode when it comes out
0: next year. See Mm. you next year! (laughs) Also make sure that you join us on Facebook at Grown Up Kids, the Disney Podcast. Uh, Join our Facebook discussion group. That's where the comprehensive list of movies I have posted are at, uh, along with... All of the availability to be on the show with us. So if you're interested, just comment, email, or message us. Our email is grownupkidspodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you're interested in, and I'll get you on the list. You can also follow us on Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod and support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash grownupkidspod so that we can do these super fun projects for you. Also, our Patreon is going to get a revamp um, at the start of the year, so not so too far away from that. Be, be on the lookout.
1: To all current pa- patrons, we super appreciate your patron patience. Yes. Yeah. We do. Truly. But be on the lookout. Big plans.
0: Yes. So, like I said, we're taking, a, uh, we're taking a week off. We'll be back on January 6th. Thank you so much for listening to our last episode of Podmas. Make sure that you watch Son of Flubber, Ahead of the next episode. And Happy New Year, everybody. I almost don't want to say the last line, because, like... Then it's over. Then it's over. Do it.
1: All right. And don't forget, adults are only kids grown up
0: anyway. All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land.
1: Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future.